0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more.
2: Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and the permanently baffled Mr Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week
0: in Ambridge. This week was brought to you by people who were fervently wishing they hadn't gone to the house they'd ended up in. And also, when I listened to the Omnibus this week, the tree surgeons were trotting about with chainsaws right outside my window, so I may well have misheard quite a lot of it, so please forgive me in advance. (laughs) In between Harriet's washing machine and my chainsaws, we don't stand much of a chance. We began the week with Jazza and Ed, drinking lemonade and lashings of hard-boiled eggs and whinging about how old they both are. i'd said i thought they'd only just started the shearing malarkey but they were both talking about it as if they've been doing it since noah was a boy doesn't time fly when you're fighting with a hot cross sheep (laughs) at one stage ed asked someone to get eli and i could have sworn he called maureen but that could well have been the chainsaws maureen seems an unlikely name for a shearer anyway jazza is hanging up his clippers he was sad about it as he said, it had been good crack, which was an unwise thing to say in front of Ed, really, as it might have stirred up a few happy memories, but Ed let it slip. Jazza has decided to adopt a new mature persona and wants to stop wrestling with the sheep in favour of wrestling with Tracy on a bank holiday Monday. Maybe Maureen could step into the breach. Over at Casa Slave Driver, Henry wanted Lee to show him his paradiddle. Very inappropriate, I thought. And Helen appears to be pimping Lee out to joy. I haven't quite got to grips with Beechwood in my head yet. I'm not even that sure where it is. You know, when you drive past a muddy field and there's a big sign up with a sort of watercoloury looking picture of little executive boxes all with tarmac <laughs> drives and very clean looking children riding bikes. Well, that's what I think Beechwood is all blurry and watercoloury. But apparently, Eustace, Marilyn, Bernadette, and Wesley all live there. That's amazing. Do they go to the shop? Pub? Who are these people? The village needs a Wesley, I feel. But meanwhile, back at Car's a Slave Driver, Joy was perched on the sofa, showing a little bit too much thigh, and Helen was getting <laughs> primer and crosser. There's a Beechwood WhatsApp group who very sensibly have boycotted Helen and Lee. Helen doesn't like WhatsApp as it's frivolous and she prefers to handwrite scented notelets. (laughs) Lee loves WhatsApp and is the sort of person who is a nightmare on WhatsApp groups as he just talks about whatever he wants to talk about regardless of the purpose of the group and will dig up all the old funny videos that have been kicking around since 1996 and sending them all at once. Every message would have at least seven entirely irrelevant emojis. Little teapot, happy face, pouring rain, vomiting face. However... Lee seems to have found his soulmate with Joy, who I suspect is another serial emoji. And by the end of their two bottles of wine was beginning to realise he'd moved into entirely the wrong house in Beechwood. He would have been so much happier with Joy rather than miserable old twitchy Helen, the mute and the psycho. Him and Joy could have sat on the sofa every night watching Marvel films, eating Cross and Blackwell chili con carne and drinking Malibu and Coke and then having special cuddles with her in her Wonder Woman outfit. As it is, he has to watch repeats of Spring Watch, with Helen making him close his eyes during the mating bits. Me Mia leapt out of a hedge to ambush Rory as he moved in with the chuckle brothers mia is an excellent portrayal of an earnest teenager as she is completely adorable and also strangleable at the same time <laughs> yes. mia was despairing about the state of the world there's so much more to do said mia i handed my project in and nothing's changed the climate's still getting warmer it's rubbish i thought at least china would have rung up <laughs> guess what Adam was miserable at the prospect of Rory moving in. Adam is now pausing before he speaks for so long it's like listening to early Harold Pinter. Rory hadn't even unpacked his vintage Kate Bush vinyl before Ian was earwigging on Rory's private telephone conversations. Ian and Adam appeared to be having a chat in the shower about whether or not Rory might be gay. Oh, you two. Rory is not worried or scared. He is fabulous. Stay away from him, Adam, you Debbie Downer. There was a bit of an orcs convo over dinner in which Rory said, That was delicious, Ian. Thank you. (laughs) That's all right, said Ian. Was it gay enough for you? said Adam. Jazza and Tracy went off for a picnic to foundwich or possibly sandwich. The tree people had started up again. It didn't go well as they had a massive row and then there was a sitcom storm with lots of rumbling thunder and hosing rain. And Eddie arrived to take Tracy home in the Prosecco-sick limo. What the hell was all that about? I tell you, it was a way of cheering us up before we crossed over to The Nest for the next performance of Hedda Gargler by Alice. This time she'd been to the pub and bought home two bottles of Cloudy Bay and Calvin Klein which pub surely the bull wouldn't serve her she driven we need to know anyway jenny darling was horrified to come home and find alice on the sofa with calvin in his tighty whities and got a bit tight-lipped and actually called brian round so he could witness alice in all her slurry ice queen glory The whole time they were giving the Aldridge family dirty laundry a good old airing, poor old Calvin Klein was struggling to get out of this psychodrama hellhole he'd inadvertently walked into. But by then he was so traumatised he couldn't work the door. So by the time Alice was spitting about Siobhan, he was in the fetal position in the corner with his hands over his ears. Well then, Calvin Klein, let that be a lesson to you. Just because a woman looks like an Instagram influencer, astrophysicist, wedding planning party girl, doesn't mean she's not a total disaster. The end.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. i actually forgotten, like, most of this week. But <laughs> now it was, it was... It was like... It was... Half of it was sort of gentle, sensitive, loveliness. And the other half <laughs> it was just hilarious, sort of, like, caricature, With a slapstick melodrama <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> because the Adam... My highlight was the Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I was practically... Crying at the end of that episode. <laughs> it, was, it was just so... Adam is... I mean, he's extraordinary, isn't he? And you're totally right. Why were they literally... Ian was like, I've, Rory's just come in and I've just been listening to him on the phone. Is that... Oh, that's God. nice. Charming. Oh, yeah, <laughs> poor Rory. His privacy is immediately <laughs> invaded. And then you just jump yeah, to massive <laughs> massive conclusions. How do you also like how did you know that Troy or Troy yep. could have been yep. a, a, a girl or yep. a, a, a a non- Well let's face it these specific. days, you
0: don't know. You don't know, do you? But you? also
2: and different. even if he is flirting, I mean it was like Oh my god! But it was it, but it was so funny. It was so I, I, actually thought it was great because I, I was like I was so sort of like cringing and thinking this is so embarrassing. But then because Rory was so heroic
0: and yeah. sweet about it, it made it all really and he, funny. He, and he was not. I mean, he said to add, he's sort of like. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I get what you're trying to do and thanks, but at the same yeah, time.
2: But you were right, it was literally yeah. like,
0: mmm, delicious. Yeah, so rude
2: <laughs> When I was a boy and thought soup was delicious, it basically meant I was gay.
3: Are you gay?
2: Because he can't, oh, he just
0: can't, he just cannot have a sensitive conversation. No. <laughs> he can't have a conversation. He can't talk about anything without making it sound like he's about to kill the person it's he's so talking to. So threatening, exactly. Poor Rory, he was like, am I, Um, d- what w- w- what would you prefer?
2: Uh, yes? I could be No, if you'd like, I don't I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind us, Roars. And even Ian, Adam's sort of aggressiveness has really rubbed off on Ian as well because yeah. even Ian was like piling in on it, wasn't he? And now they're and, like just... just
0: permanently grim-faced, <laughs> furious couple about everything.
2: And then I was like, Adam is gutted, gutted that Rory's totally fine about yeah, his sexuality no... and not having any problems.
0: It's <laughs> the drama. Adam's like, nothing...
2: it's what's always me. <laughs> Nobody understands how I felt. <laughs> but you're so you're so right about his pauses I think they probably
0: have to add extra time into an Adam episode don't they well maybe if they haven't got much else happening they just think oh let's just give Adam a 10 minute bit that'll do 14 that's
2: fine maybe just Ian has to actually talk even faster whenever he's in a scene with Adam
3: <laughs>
2: maybe they're yeah, maybe they're sort of you know the producer's like okay 10 more seconds Adam because like Ian's talk so fast
0: <laughs> you could just squeeze in a goodbye, Adam. Ready? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.
2: <laughs> but that was literally right. that I loved I loved that episode. I listened to it about three times which just, <laughs> just really made me laugh. And Rory has I mean Rory has turned into my He's hero. a hero. He is he just is Oh my gosh, he's blossomed into yeah. this stunning, yeah. calm, and normal person who's really natural and
0: nice to well, listen someone to. Someone said isn't on, he? on Twitter it's amazing that the best member of the Aldridge family was born on the wrong side of the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, it's kind of like... <laughs> but you just blame blame, blame oh. the
0: genes. <laughs> And probably because Brian was too old by the time Rory came along to actually set a terribly bad example because since then, Brian's tried to keep on the straight and narrow, hasn't he? That was sort of True. His, his swan song. So poor Rory, despite an appalling start, has actually had... Probably the best experience of Brian of any of them, really. <laughs> no, but he was also sent to boarding school, so he didn't oh, have to live true. with them. Yes, obviously. Yeah. yeah I've
2: forgotten that. That's yes. why he's done well.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he didn't have to live with his awful parents. Yes.
0: <laughs> um what did you think about poor old Calvin unwittingly oh, what can you imagine? Gosh. Have you ever been in I could just, I I don't think it's d- ever happened to me, but I you know when you're with people and they suddenly start a massive row and you think, Oh, oh do awkward. I go? Do I Yes, should, yes. I'll just I'll just he, see, I can see your time. He really, keep... really wanted to go. He?
2: <laughs> and she was like, Alice was like, No, don't sit <laughs> <see you."> down. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> I'll sit I'll just make myself look even smaller. <laughs> um but I, but again no, i found the t- like what time of day was mm. that because that's what confused me when i heard it i was like oh okay it's the middle of the night and she's been out all night but then it wasn't during the night because then you then we cut to will and mia yeah who and the, will said it was the evening so had alice been out in the afternoon I, I thought. So. but Je- <sighs> it was confusing wasn't it because what's go what is going on like, and also where had Jenny been and where which exactly. pub had
0: Alice been to?
2: Because I thought Alice was being house sat, basically. Yes. I thought someone was sort of guarding her day and night to make sure she didn't. Poor old Jenny's drink. allowed out. <laughs> no, Lucy. She should have got cover. But but that's what's you sort of want to know what's going on. Like, yeah. is Alice drinking every day? Where's yeah. she getting her booze from? Or because they're not making her go go cold turkey obviously because no. she's not able to do that she not sound awfully cold turkey also, <laughs> what? No, no exactly but then she didn't sound particularly drunk either. except when then she but then she did her aggressive yeah. Alice like yeah Brian because before- <laughs> she was being perfectly nice with Calvin I actually yeah. thought just leave with Calvin. He sounds yeah. like a really nice guy. He'll just probably not want to snog her anyway because she's got yeah. smelly breath or something. But he yeah. might just, you know, be a good, actually calming influence. That's
0: but he, he sounded, sounded about like. 19 to me. But, but Alice I, sounded, when she was saying she couldn't get her key in the lock, <laughs> I was thinking, you sound all right. Why can't yeah. you get your key in the lock? What's wrong with and, you? And then all of a sudden she sort of ramped it up again when, yeah. when um,
2: Jennifer came Yeah, because she, yeah, she does the angry bits. Hmm. But you know what? I was actually like, you know, because she sort of turns into that monstrous mm. character, and I, and and I always—it's quite hard to listen to as the mm. listener. It's quite difficult, mm. isn't it? Because you're like, but at the it's...
0: same time, but... I was rubbing my hands and thinking, "You tell her, <laughs> tell, tell him, tell Brian exactly what a shitty is." Uh, yeah. Why are they always
2: obsessing about marriage vows? Why are mm. they not obsessing about the fact that she has a daughter? Yeah. And where's the blimming social worker? Yeah. Presumably, the social worker is brokering. i i I just can't believe that if you're the social worker you go around and they go oh it's okay chris is looking after martha and alice has decided she doesn't want anything to do with the baby Mm. wouldn't you be like well might it be in the baby's interest for the mother to have some access you know
0: what the social services are so i think in real life social services (laughs) are so overworked that as long as the baby is safe and well cared for and with people that you know yeah, th- that's just years and years of therapy afterwards, isn't it? Trying to figure that lot out. But at the time, it's just is the baby safe? Is the baby being looked after by, um, I was going to say family, but not necessarily but people that adapt, that yeah. love it. And yeah. uh, you know, well then that's that's fine. And then they then they go on. To but be- but it and is quite it's quite odd she's not they're... getting any
2: help, and no,
0: and nobody's thinking about her.
2: I mean, I just I just can I just find the. Complete break with Martha. Mm. I can I know why Alice has done a complete break with Martha, but I don't know. You'd sort of imagine in her sober moments, she might feel the pull of Chris yeah. and the baby
0: again. It, it, but we yeah. don't know how many sober moments she has. No, no. And also, that's, she's trying exactly to protect that. Martha from her, isn't she? Yeah, but I because I'm reading, um,
2: I have to read it like periodically because it's so intense. But there's a, this book called Shuggy Bane and it won the Booker Prize a couple of years ago. Mm. It's and it's set in Glasgow in the 80s, and he he basically lives with his alcoholic mother, and I mean, re and in really terrible circumstances, but she and she is like Alice when Alice is drunk, this mm. real grotesque character. But he, but she, and she, she often, you know, she often sort of like, um, you know, rejects her children. But then the the contrast is she often then she has the flip side which is when she you know can't stop holding them you mm. know it's, it's it's such a difficult read mm. but it, it really shows the sort of contrasting you know the awful roller coaster of mm. of and the, and the you know the intensity of of living with an alcoholic mm. and and has no you know it's, it's that awful thing of like Jenny said, Alice is completely out of control. Mm. It's like she's been taken over, hasn't it, and mm. her old self has just disappeared down some mm. terrible hole. yeah
0: talking of terrible holes, what did you <laughs> <laughs> back to joy. <laughs> Uh, do you think that they're not allowed on the WhatsApp group because they will see oh, yes. messages about Helen?
2: Yes, yes, right. yes. Uh, it must be that there's been s- s- some chat about because Helen, Helen didn't push it, or or something. and I think
0: she thought Helen realised possibly why.
2: Well, but but then also the thing is, if you join a WhatsApp group, you actually can't see any of the messages that have come before. If you're new to the group, Joy doesn't know that, but um, it must be they've maybe they've been like you know
0: all that murderer that stabber has moved in because Helen sort of went a bit quiet and then said oh it doesn't matter we don't want to be on our oh, own oh I, I didn't and think then... that
2: she i didn't think that she went quiet because she suspected she that. went quiet because people were having fun and that makes her really yes. uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. And especially as Lee hadn't wanted. But it's it, this is like every time somebody invites Lee round, um, sorry, somebody invites Joy round, they all go, oh no. And then yeah. Joy always ends up being life and soul and they all have a jolly good time. Yes. It, it was like with Pat and Tony. Or so,
0: yeah. To sum up, we loved Adam and Ian and uh, Rua Rua Ree for all the yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah, I did think Mia Mia was really oh good.
2: sweet.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, again <laughs> she was just she's... heartbroken, and she went oh as if yeah, oh, like she... I fancied you. But, but Rory was again quite sensitive and said yes, not... yes, I really like you, but not like lot. You know, yeah. and he could have made that really awkward, and he didn't.
2: Yes, exactly. That again, he showed his excellence, and then Will was a revelation. Yep, for yep. the first time ever. Yeah, although it again, it's a bit weird that no one's ever like um but i actually felt because i find you know mia is all her sort of like plastic stuff is like really annoying as you're saying but then when you remember that she doesn't have a mummy Mm. it's awful Mm. you know and you think that heartbreak yeah and she's only she's only got well she's got her other dad has not she but she's got will and it just really like breaks my heart to think of because imagine how lovely um uh, Becky, what's her character Nick. called? Nick mm. would have been with Mia then. Yeah. And it made me really sad that her mum wasn't there, and I was a bit sad that Will didn't sort of like I don't know, like mention well, her. Well, he said a no. He more. did say
0: your mum would have been really proud of you too. Yeah, I suppose. For having, I suppose the, having the bravery to tell
2: him yeah but he when he was like oh what's up mia he didn't go he said like oh was it your exams or whatever or a boy he didn't go are oh, you just really missing Is your it mom your it's state. only been two years <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> god's sake <laughs> and she was like yeah you got heartbroken didn't you when mum died and he was like nah it's not really <laughs> the same i'm over that
0: have a cup of tea and a bit of sit down <laughs> bye she can't really trust Emma because she's seen Emma be so bloody volatile. I don't know whether you'd ever really completely trust that Emma I, was going to be on your side without
2: no, having because,
0: some violent personal opinion that would then catapult you into the middle of a row. I think that's what I'd be worrying about.
2: And she can trust Will because he ad- you know, lo- totally loved her mum. Mm. So he, she, he is family,
0: isn't and she? Uh, Jazza. What What's the idea of Jazza stopping the shearing? Oh, is it because we're gonna have George do it, and then we'll Ooh. get to meet George? Do you think? Have we heard George? Have I we think ever Mr. heard Newby George? Was asking that. Yeah,
2: no, we have. When we he have. was little,
0: little we yeah, did.
2: Yeah, 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 George. yeah. George, A when they used to call him A Do you yeah. remember? Never call him A yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he was little. We never heard him as a grown up. No. So maybe he'll become the sheep shearer. Yeah, you know,
0: like uh, like Chris is the blacksmith, and Ed's just. the I like the way generic... Ed, indignant and said, "Just because he wants to go into agriculture doesn't mean he wants to be a sheep shearer." And I thought, well, <laughs> it kind of does, because you know. This week, to had had a, well. this week they had a
2: this week this week they had a credit for as they always should agricultural advisor, hmm. but I was thinking oh, that poor agricultural <laughs> advisor hasn't had any work to do for like two months. <laughs> I mean, hopefully she's just sort of on a retainer, but <laughs> she doesn't have to do much. Not really. I think that's why they like mentioning alcoholics. Maybe she's alcoholics. mugging up on
0: alcoholism <laughs> as well, just to, just to catch that. God. Alcoholic advisor <laughs> this week. Uh, uh, oh, we've had some yeah. emails. Oh, One from you. your crush.
2: Ooh. Oh, that sexy guy. in Tom uh, Peach. Uh, hi, Tom. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> You're hanging out on the beach today. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. You can always tell because his opening sentence mentions his wife. So I think, oh, Harriet, we're name. being given the brush off. Not <laughs> Whatever, Tom. I wasn't interested
2: answer. anyway, actually. I don't need a boyfriend in Australia. As
0: if, as if.
2: (laughs) Yeah, as if, yeah. I just wanted to be friends and talk to you about my recycling projects, actually. (laughs) I just wanted you to count some plastic for me on the beach.
0: (laughs) Dear ladies, he says, (laughs) Mrs. Peach and I, she, Mrs. Peach and I, have a theory about Lee. Lee is Tony. Figurines Ooh. equals trains. Incompetence yeah. with cows equals incompetence with decorating. General henpecked wet nature equals general henpecked wet nature. Helen is living with her father. Lots of love. Have a good one. Tom. P.S. <laughs> it is winter here, so too cold for budgie smugglers. But log fires on the beach and fine red wine are in season. Oh See below God. for the view as I'm listening to Jazza decide he's too mature for sheeps. And he sent me a lovely picture of the beach. Oh, is it lovely?
2: Am I going to cry?
0: Mr. Tom Peach and wife, can I just say that it is allegedly summer here and I am looking out on a (laughs) rain-drenched dark green garden where every single petal has been bashed off the flowers by the pelting rain. So don't send me beautiful pictures of the beach and say, it's winter here, because I will fly over there and bash your head in.
2: What an amazing life they have. They're having log fires and red wine on the beach. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mr. and Mrs. Page on the beach. Can we come and see you? <laughs> Peach on the beach. want to reach out to you and say you're the best couple in the world
0: reach out to peach on the beach and julie bacon said dear lucy Harrit, mr doobie thanks so much for your continuing excellent work i'm turning into e and i'm getting faster and faster um blah 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 it's one of the highlights of my week she says julie you need to get a better week anyway first day you need to meet mr peach
2: <laughs> <laughs> bacon and peach <laughs> oh, yeah, that's quite good. Thursday's episode... Oh, in fact, Lucy, have you just made all these people up? Well... <laughs> I think these are just all out of happy families.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that they're all food, and I am quite hungry. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Julie Bacon says, Thursday's this week was a stutter. That was the Alice <laughs> going all... <sighs> oh, yes. Okay. With amazing skill and economy, the writers succeeded in so many ways, they showed us the true extent of Alice's illness. They showed us Jenny's initial naive gung-ho we can beat this attitude crumbling in the face of the reality. Yep. Mm. Uh, Brian confronted with the daughter he really has instead of the fantasy version he's constructed in his mind. Mm. Yes. And in the hapless Calvin they showed us how easy it is for people to get sucked into situations way beyond their experience or understanding. Um, yes, she said, she said there is no way the Ambridge fairy is magically going to resolve things in super quick no, time. No, That no. mm. well, is sad. Although I would give good money for the Ambridge fairy to come along. And I promise I will never ever laugh again about abrupt endings to quite savage storylines if I you know. just make this one go away.
3: It's like scary. <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, and Bernie McGuire said Adam would be as good a psychotherapist as Shula would be a vicar empathy seriously lacking in both cases that's absolutely right yes Uh, yeah just Adam's idea was just to go well this is what it was like for me and Rory's going but it isn't like that for me no Adam is it I'm not Adam no it's okay no alright no tell me about you it's fine it's fine we'll just we'll just go with you stupid idiot um and thank you very, very much. I don't. I know Ryan Dotson was one, but thank you very much for people who've sent us money on Acast. You are very, very lovely. <laughs> that is so nice. I know. Why have they, why have they sent us money, Lucy? Uh, because they love us, and they know that this is quite a lot of work.
2: Yeah. To do well, with. it is. You do.
0: You. Can I just
2: say... It's you what does the work. I just turn up and do chatting. <laughs> but you, you do all <laughs> the But you do chatting in the
0: different voices. And I can't do the different voices. So it would be me chatting to myself in one voice, which would be quite boring to listen to. But you to. do
2: a lot of admin and all the admin
0: costs. So thank you.
2: And thank you to people. That,
0: that's no, so kind of people you so to support us. Much. It really means a lot. And also, and it sort of means that we know that people are listening and yeah, that they like what we're doing.
2: En- encouraging. Um, and one day we're just going to get an advert on. Yeah.
0: yeah this will just be
2: interrupted by like, yeah. Hi, I just want to tell you about the new Audi. It goes smooth as a Lee's bum. You know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> no, anyway, because you know when you're listening to a podcast yes. and they're just in the middle of a... And then it cuts to an advert, yeah. doesn't it?
0: Well, like, I told we've had like this that. conversation before, but my favourite one's other other. Of, uh, I listen to all these really grim Australian um, or New Zealand oh, yeah. um, podcast <laughs> murder things. It's Mr. Peach in <laughs> them. <laughs> and they go, but there's one guy that's got a terrible voice. And uh, he says, the entire wall was covered with blood. <laughs> Are you looking for a new mattress? I think, well, <laughs> oh, I am now, yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> just the most wildly inappropriate adverts just pop Oh, I up. love that so much. Oh. <laughs> Or when the, when the presenter has to sort of half-heartedly pretend that they've tried, whatever it is. <laughs> I have to say, my dog would never eat normal dog biscuits and then this came along and he just loves it. Mm. Wow, Lucy, you make me laugh so much. It's such a relief I'm
2: wearing my tenor lady. <laughs> <laughs> I Tenor giving... lady! <laughs> Only four ninety nine a pack, Lucy, on special offer now. Anyway, back to Alice.
0: Let's not give them a free plug because I've, I've I've offered them this podcast to sponsor. Not a, well, I was going to say not a tinkle, not a tinkle from Tenor Lady, not a tinkle, Tenor Lady.
2: <laughs> um, Shall we now? O- segue other sanitary neatly brands
0: are available. From... <laughs> Shall we now segue neatly from? tinkling to mr newbie well if you like <laughs> yes
4: we start this week with jazza and ed out in the fields shearing sheep and drinking lemonade because cheering jazza them. does literally all the jobs apparently he's <laughs> yeah. complaining about time moving on which makes me wonder if he's even noticed this sodding pandemic because for me the <laughs> clock hasn't so much as ticked for months Anyway, I've now listened to this section three times and I'm still no closer to understanding what it's supposed to be telling us. But oh, no, here comes the payoff, just two minutes later. Jazz has been doing a lot of thinking, which is rarely a good thing, but Ed's right. It does sound like is ready to settle down with Tracy and, if you'll allow me to paraphrase him slightly, stop bonking barmaids in Bilth and start spending bank holidays in Borchester instead. Not before time, I have to say, but will that be it for Jazza, or will he get itchy feet, or indeed itchy anything else, if he tries to stay put? And moving on slightly, is this potential job opportunity for George going to be his full debut, do we think? Have we heard George speak yet? I know I haven't, but you lot might have. Might George be my archer's bar mitzvah, so to speak? We've now moved on to Lee not wanting to be boring. Good God, man, it's a bit late for that. <laughs> Lee has kids of his own, right? I couldn't tell you who they are or how old they are, not least because I tend to nod off whenever he's speaking, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember Harriet and Lucy mentioning them here and there. Yes. How yes. has Lee got them this far without developing a sixth sense about which things are definitely bad ideas for kids, though? I'm starting to think his brain might be as smooth and shiny as his Ken doll underpants <laughs> Oh, and I'd like to take a moment to brag about my archer's chops by saying that I knew beyond any shadow of doubt that Helen was going to say she'd invited Joy over for drinks. Mm. And why wouldn't she? If I lived next door to Joy, I'd have her over for drinks every night. Oh God! It does sound a bit like Joy thinks she's dropped a bollock by mentioning this Beechwood WhatsApp group, although I'm not sure why. You only see conversations from the moment you join them, right? Mm -hmm. Perhaps Joy doesn't know that and is worried what Lee is going to see if she adds him. Seventeen people asking, Mm -hmm. who's the dickhead in the white trainers? (laughs) Right, I'm trying to figure out what Emma's relationship to Mia is here. I think they're only related by marriage, right? Yep. Emma's a carter and Mia's not even an actual grundy. Her mother, Nick, who was referenced last week, is brown-bred now, and married Will after Mia was born anyway. Yep. So that would make Mia Emma's step-niece by marriage? Yes! pretty tenuous in any event so now i'm more confused than i was about why emma seems so keen to break up this conversation between mia and rory also mad props to rory who's just uttered the most perfect piece of slacktivism i think i've ever heard i worry about the environment we've got to do all we can (laughs) here's another question about rory while we're at it if adam and ian don't know whether he's gay then rory's bisexuality obviously isn't common knowledge who does though and how do we know more to the point I guess he's just had relationships with both sexes, but who? Who the hell is Troy? Did Rory get swept up with Stephanie and Freddie, maybe? And why doesn't Ian want to talk to Rory about his sexuality? Is it just that he'd rather Rory came to them than then to him? Or is there more to it than that? And who is Glenn, for goodness sake? (laughs) Blimey, this three-minute scene has thrown up enough questions for a whole podcast. Adam's really, really bad at this older brother stuff as well, by the way. Yep. I'm sure he thinks his dinner table conversation with Rory is lit or on fleek or whatever it is we're <laughs> calling it these days. But for Roars, it must be like being cuddled up to by Jacob Rees-Mogg. Let Ian handle this stuff, please, Adam. Oh, right. Apparently, Emma was just annoyed by Mia's environ mania because she doesn't seem to have the slightest problem with Rory. And actually, this conversation between her and Mia about boys is really quite sweet. I suppose Mia doesn't have a mother figure other than Clary, who's been married to Eddie for so long that the only advice she'd have for a young lady who's stepping out would involve how to fill out a dance card and petticoats. Everybody (laughs) thinks they're in love when they're fifty. For Mia, it's Rory. For me. Talking of teenagers getting frisky, what is Tracy suggesting a spot of heavy petting alfresco with Jazza here? Please, God, let there be no sound effects. After last week's kissing trauma, the sounds of Jazza sticking his hand down Tracy's yoga pants might just be enough to put me off the arches for life. Because it's Jazza and Tracy, they've managed to turn a hot date into a hot and indeed wet mess. On one hand, it's a little frustrating because I thought we'd got past this on-again, off-again stuff, mm. but on the other hand, no fertling. Phew. <laughs> I've only <laughs> met him briefly, but Will seems quite nice. No! It's a slightly odd relationship between him and Mia though She calls him Will for starters And there doesn't seem to be much of a father-daughter relationship between them This conversation is very lovely But I don't get the feeling that it happens very often Is Mia essentially making her own way in the world? Poor kid Oh goody We're back with Alice again And she's drunk and Bringing a man home? Who the hell is this? Calvin? This isn't a character is it? this is a one-night stand for both alice and the listeners i think did this happen a lot i don't think there have been any other throwaway characters since i started listening jade woke and then went back to sleep hopefully forever but that's it i get the feeling that this is all coming to a head now and that alice one way or another is going to have to go away for a while or forever even but i'm almost glad to say Not before she's let Brian have it with both barrels and with Jennifer standing beside him, what's more. I'll tell you what, Hollywood's got nothing on this. Eat truth, Brian.
0: Hey! (laughs) Eat truth Um, and cake. uh, There was a really bad edit in there because I was laughing. Because you
2: were going to put an advert in it? No,
0: because Mr Newby said that when he was 15, his... Thought he thought he was uh, Yeah, genuinely... I thought that was... Um, yeah.
2: I thought that was deliberate.
0: Bit of a whoop, no, because it was him saying that he genuinely thought he was in love with Debbie Gibson when he was
2: 15. Oh, I thought it was funnier that... We didn't ever find out who he was in love with. I thought that was deli- I thought that was his comedy <laughs> yes, timing. It right, was deliberate,
0: but also he was in love with <laughs> Debbie Gibson, um, oh. <laughs> and he gave an email address for Debbie Gibson to contact him on Debbie Gibson's via this email address. No, his oh, it, 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 he right. used this e- this podcast's email address, which is averageothercouch at gmail.com and he gave the wrong email address so i was unable to include his email address oh. so debbie gibson will now never be able to get in touch with him
2: well unless she's listening and debbie you could just email ambridge on the couch at gmail.com <laughs> if
3: Should you could you give us a to shout out you a
0: relationship with a panting middle-aged man yeah
3: <laughs> oh ew.
0: <laughs> tinkling tinkling a
3: middle-aged, middle-aged man, middle-aged
0: man. Yes. um we've only we haven't actually heard from lee's girls uh, ever we've just heard about them and they're yes, not we... big fans of helen
2: no And clearly, have haven't seen Helen since that first time because she's just subsumed.
0: uh, Lee. Maybe they'll be
2: invited to the wedding if they ever wed. They they won't mention it. Who knows? Probably not. Yeah, they've Um, been written out by them.
0: Rory told Ben he was a bisexualist. That's how. uh, That's how (laughs) we found out. Uh, We haven't met Troy much as I'd like to because he sounds a lot of fun. Because he's called Troy. Because he's called Troy. Um, Glenn, I think, is Ian's brother.
2: Oh, I, was, I I just assumed it must be Ian's dad. Yeah, I, couldn't, I didn't know that. There was some
0: that. issue over, I think it's either Ian's brother or Ian's, no, because he said your dad and Glenn or something. And I think there was, because yeah. over the wedding, Brian said he wasn't going to come and then he did come. Oh, yeah. Ian's dad said he wasn't going to come and then he did come. And blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and Will seems nice, but that is because next week we'll find out that yes. Will has now found out it was Rory that uh, blew uh Mia out and Will will go with that round there with a the sword and off shotgun and try and blow his head off. So
2: yes. No, because also Will was nice, he will have been nice then, and then he would have gone and got beaten by Jake
0: on the Xbox again and really yeah. lost it. Yeah. And I then mean... he'll spend the next week apologising. <laughs> and then he'll do it again.
2: And regretting it. Yep. Yeah.
0: I just wanted <laughs> to say I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I thought about it now. I know you're dead and everything. And then he'll blame late, Ed.
2: You know. Yeah. And then he'll blame Emma. Yeah. For yeah. Jack, Jake B Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, he yeah.
0: he he needs to let some stuff go. <sighs> he really does. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. What's he actually doing now for a job? I mean, not that I care, but what is, is he, he not, doing?
2: Well, I was going to say he's a, he's still gatekeeping, but he never did that <laughs> anyway, did he? he there was gates. never a gatekeeper. Goats. Uh, goats. <laughs> No, because didn't didn't basically he was a game
0: keeper keeper. Okay?
2: <laughs> Hi guys,
0: I'm really good at voiceovers. He, was, he, did, he um, made goats he was a, keema. That was, was delicious. Was, if anyone's <laughs> never tried like
2: it, kefir, kefir, but uh, but creamier. No, so he was a game keeper. Yes, but then didn't did he have to give it up when he nearly yes. shot
0: everybody? Yes, he, he did. basically
2: couldn't handle a gun anymore because he was going to shoot himself with it. So he gave up. Don't tell me he's
0: doing tractor work, which they always talk about glibly when. Oh, God. Well, I think
2: <laughs> when they need the agricultural editor to do something, they ask what job Will could do, and then she suggests something, and they it's like give her 50 fun. quid. He's
0: scrabbling, he's <laughs> scrattling the wronglets. Is he? <laughs> okay, good, he's fine. I mean, you don't get sh- big, shoot
2: shun, it, shun shunt it off. Oh, I literally <laughs> can't speak. Shunting, hooting, partying (laughs) parties, farting, wafting, (laughs) shunting, hooting, and doing all that. (laughs) Because Jenny can't make them any big pies anymore for their lunch. That's all out the window. Old ye oldy days. Yeah. So don't know is the answer. I wish Nick hadn't died. That was a bad decision. What to die? Yeah. It wasn't that yeah. much to of get...
0: a decision, really. It was an accident.
2: <laughs> it was that sepsis awareness stuff, yes. which is all very
0: good. She was a victim of the press office. The press but office exactly. killed her.
2: And actually, it would have been really nice to have... Because she was a really sweet character. And mm. it would have been lovely to have her and Will still together. Because they were such a good, um, odd couple, weren't
0: they, in a way? They, they well, were, you know, but they, you, they you were need a... to have single-parent families so that you can get them all together and then the stepchildren can hate the parents and that's lots of lovely arguing. <laughs> and then a reconciliation and then, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, but Nick could have had an affair with someone, couldn't she? Like, uh, no, oh, I Will would have say... shot her. Can you imagine? Yes, that would have been yes, dreadful. No, yeah, but that would have been a better storyline. Okay. Let's face it.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe the the shot wound could have given her sepsis instead
0: of a nail or whatever it was on Joe's you never like anybody dying or leaving if it was up to you ambridge no. would be the size of newcastle because nobody would ever leave or die <laughs> there'd just be hundreds and thousands of people in this village <laughs> oh uh now we need to go to ambridge itself oh, sorry yes of course sorry um forgot we've got stuff to do this is what we get paid for lucy <laughs> this is why we get the big money <laughs> <laughs>
2: And now we go to Ambridge itself, where Clary is getting some HR advice.
0: Oh, here we are, Jeff. Oh, uh, this is Grundy again today. Which one, though? Is it the scary one in the crop top? Oh, no. No, this is the older lady, I think.
3: No, love. I've just popped in as I'm struggling a bit at work.
0: Oh, that's fine. Lots of us are finding it difficult to cope.
3: Oh, no, I can cope. You haven't lived with my Eddie for 40 years without building up a bit of resilience. No, I mean, I've got this new girl started at work and I've got to give her an onboarding and a 360. I mean, what on earth are they? Helen's suddenly gone all professional. We've ticked along perfectly happily for years with me and Susan dropping bits of hobnob in the Greek yoghurt. If either of us had a problem, we'd just have a barney and stop speaking to each other for a bit. But you can't do the take a break crossword by yourself, so we'd have to start speaking again. But now apparently I've got to give this girl goals and targets and a mission statement. The only mission I can think of so far is make the yoghurt and put the yoghurt in the pot and don't drop the yoghurt. But now Ellen's subscribed to personal today and she's banging on about performance improvement plans and all that rubbish. What is a 360 review? Um, Well, I mean, HR isn't really what I'm
0: here for, but it is when people above you and below you and on your level all tell you what they think of you.
3: That can't be right. When our Emma does that, it causes all sorts of trouble.
0: Well, yes, I mean, you do it in a professional way. How are they like to work with? Are they responsive? Are they efficient? All that stuff.
3: Well, Kirsty's not responsive. She has her headphones in most of the time listening to documentaries about Somalian warlords. I try to talk to her about Strictly. Nothing. And she's not very nice to work close to either. She uses natural deodorant, if you say what I mean. And she has other problems. She has bean salad for lunch every day. I don't call her Windy Miller for nothing. Is this something you could raise with um, Helen, is it, your manager? No, not really. She's a bit funny. Well, and so tight, you'd think her head's going to pop off half the time. It wasn't like this in her mother's time. Pat was a lot more relaxed, none of this hairnet stuff. We never washed her hands half the time. I'd come straight from plucking the turkeys and up to me elbows in the raspberries in no time. Oh, God. Oh, it gave it body. Anyway, they reckon bacteria is good for you now, don't they? Well, I think it depends what sort of bacteria. Well that's just snubbery. Anyway, you don't sound like you're any clearer than me on what I'm supposed to be doing with her. Well, managing people is difficult. Eh? I said managing people is hard.
0: You mean I'm a manager. Well yeah, she reports to you, doesn't she? This
3: this crusty lady. I'm a manager. <gasps> I never realised. Susan's going to be furious. A manager? Do you think I should get a badge? I think I'll ask if I can have exclusive use of the loo as management. they can use the emergency bucket. Fancy that. Do you know, I think I'll just pop in and see Susan. Let her know. Tell her about my team and my promotion. I might just give her a 360 while I'm at it. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Nice to see you, Mrs Grundy.
0: Jeff? Jeff, you know that yoghurt we got from the farm shop? Bin it, will really? So, that's that. There'll be another <laughs> podcast up next week, so subscribe to us on iTunes and you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, especially if you're Debbie Gibson, you can email <laughs> Ambridge on the Couch.
2: AmbridgeOntheCouch at g- g-
0: gmail.com. And we are at on Ambridge. On, on Twitter, Or you can follow Mr. Newbie. Mr. Newbie on, t- <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter at, at- NewbyCouch. Couch. couch. <laughs>
2: And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us. And have a lovely week. And have a lovely week, if you're Adam. (laughs) Have a lovely week.
0: (laughs) Ian!
1: (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.